Welcome to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina. Hello, I'm back. I wanted to talk about something that I think might be a controversial conversation today, but it's one that I want to have. I think this is an important conversation. Talking about why I think consistency is more important than passion when it comes to business. And I think it's um, an important distinction and something we should be open to thinking about and talking about when it comes to business and getting started in business and, you know, something we're going to dedicate a huge portion of our lives to. So, and it's something I've been thinking about a lot. I see, I've just seen things a lot lately that make me think about it. So I'm curious to hear what you guys think. You might totally disagree with this and I completely respect that. And I would love to hear your thoughts, but I think that Your business should be something that you enjoy doing and are good at. But I think making sure it's something you can be consistent with is more important than something you are insanely passionate about. If we're looking, you know, for the long term, like we're looking to build a business that you can really have be your career and, you know, your business for your lifetime, not just you know, maybe thinking about something that you're going to do on the side for a couple of years while you love it. And then, you know, if it, if it dies, eventually you won't care or whatever. (laughs) I mean, that might be a different story, but when we're thinking about building your lifelong work and building your, your business, that's going to be your legacy or whatever. I think this is the case. I think, I think consistency is more important than passion. And I'm basically saying I don't think your business has to be based around something you're super passionate about necessarily. I think you can start a business about something that you don't have that undying passion for. It just has to be something that you can reasonably do and you enjoy. You know, you have to be good at it. You have to think that you could be like one of the best at it. Otherwise, I think it's going to be tough to (laughs) make it work and tough to stick with it long term. I don't want you to be hating life every day or something. I'm not saying like to do something you don't like to do just because you think you can be consistent in it. But I think that people often overemphasize being absolutely obsessed with and in love with a topic or an industry or the area before they commit to working in it. Or they bounce around between multiple things over the course of like the first few years in business because they want to try They want to try something. They think that this is their thing. And then once they kind of get started in it, they realize that they don't think they're super passionate about it anymore. So they change their focus and then realize they're not super passionate about that. So they change again. And it's like over a course of a couple of years, they've shifted so many times. And what this means is that, you know, in the course of those few years, if they had stuck to the first thing that they were doing, they could have built up a decent business in that time frame, and they could have ended up creating more freedom around the business itself and their daily life and, and done more things and enjoyed it more, I think. And instead, they're constantly in the building stages in search of like that constant passion, in search of finding something that they're going to be passionate about forever, which I just don't think is that realistic. And by shifting around so many times in, in a short amount of time, you're only going to be 
in the same place a few years in that you would be after like a few months or maybe one year if you had really stuck to something, you know what I mean? So you're going to be like three years in feeling like you've not really gotten any traction because you haven't, because you keep changing it because you've been shifting and pivoting. You may be finding, you know, having to change your messaging or having to even find all new clients or change your target, you know, audience or target market, any of those things. And that building stage is hard. (laughs) That building stage, that first initial, you know, couple of years, I would say, um, at least the first several months are really hard. That's the hardest part in business, I would say, probably. And that's often why it can feel like you're losing the passion because there are so many hard things that come along with building a business or even getting started at at anything, whether it's business or not, like getting started, getting past those growing pains, dealing with the things that you just don't know enough about like, even if it's a new job and it's not your own business, like it's the same kind of thing. Like that, that beginning part is tough. So that initial passion often doesn't stick around for the long haul, especially once you're in those tough stages, or at least you're not going to feel it in the same way every day, right? That passion, you're not going to have a like a burning passion for what you're doing every single day. And if you change your mind and change your focus, when you feel like you're starting to notice it waning, you're not doing yourself any favors because that's just going to happen. I really think, I think that is just natural. Maybe there are some people you look at and they seem like still super passionate in their business or in whatever they're building every single day after being in it for years. But I think that's, I think that's definitely like, abnormal. Like, I don't think that's the norm. I think that would be the exception, like by far. So again, I know this may be controversial and I can't wait to hear what you think about it, what what other people think about it. Maybe I'm completely wrong in your view, but I feel like in the people that I can, the people I've seen be successful in business and then the people who I've seen not be as successful in business, this is one of the things that I've noticed being one of those really major important factors, it seems. And again, as I said, like the people that I've seen be successful in business, I don't think that they necessarily have shown that they feel a super strong passion about what they're doing every single day, day to day. I don't think that's realistic. And I've never seen that seem like a reason to slow them down. So that's kind of what I'm, what I'm thinking about here. So let's dive into it a little bit more though. So basically passion It's when you have a strong and barely controllable emotion. That's literally what Google said when I Googled it. I just wrote that down. A strong and barely controllable emotion. Barely controllable. That's definitely not sustainable to be living in a a state of barely controllable emotion. If you can hardly control yourself, that's not necessarily the place you want to be in for the tough parts of building a business. Business, I mean, as I said, like it's there, it's already hard enough, and you do need to be able to control yourself in many ways. And by definition, once you start to be able to control yourself more, which is pretty important as a business owner, then you're not in that place of passion quite as much, at least. I mean, depending on how much you want to, you know, take it literally. But it's natural for the feeling of passion to come and go. I think I really do think so. I think in any thing we do in life in any, in anything, you know, whether it's the passion that you have for your business or for something you just love to do, you know, maybe you love a horseback riding, but like, that's 
still comes and goes over time. You might be, have been more passionate about it at certain times in your life than others, or even like your spouse or your significant other, like you don't feel passion 100% of the time, at least not, you know, once you're past the first, you know, couple of years, maybe that's just not realistic. And I don't think we would expect it in most areas of our life, but I think sometimes people do expect it in business because you think if you're going to put your life into this, you need to feel super passionate about it all the time. But I think that's normal for it to come and go. And I think it's also, I I also think it's unrealistic to feel passionate about all the things that go into business. So even if you do feel super passionate about your industry or, you know, your specific topic or the thing you're working towards or you're working on or your mission, maybe you're super passionate about your mission. Fine. Maybe you think you'll hold on to that for years. Maybe. But there are going to be parts of building and running the business that just suck or that you don't love or that you aren't good at. And those are still just as important to the business. Those are the things that actually are going to get you through day to day to this business and actually help you build this business into something sustainable and something that's going to live on in the long term. So you can't imagine you're going to feel that passion all the time. And if you only do the things you're feeling passionate about, and you're going to be skipping a lot of the things that you need to be doing if you're trying to only be feeling passion for what you're doing every day, or like you're only trying to do things that you love every day. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you can outsource certain things, right? So if you hate accounting, you can have someone else do that. But I'm talking even the things like finding an accountant at the beginning, that's still going to be on you. When you're the only person in this business and you've just started your business, everything is on you. So even if you want to outsource, you know, a lot of people don't enjoy the vetting process or the hiring process of finding other people to bring on, even if you know the things they're going to do are going to make your life easier. But those things are necessary if you're going to outsource those pieces that you don't like. So you're still going to be doing those things. There's always going to be things that you don't love doing in your business that you have to do if you want to create a successful business, at least for the first several years, I think, at least for the first year, if you want to be really like, I don't know, optimistic about it. (laughs) But I think, I mean, I think always, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's some people who at some point, you know, you reach some pinnacle, but I think that most any business owner will tell you there are still things that they do that they don't want to be doing or like that they don't love doing all throughout business because there's just always something that you don't love doing. So you have to be able to get over that hump, I think, before you can get to the point where maybe you even have someone to do the hiring for you, you know, as well as being able to hire the accountant for the accounting. Maybe you have someone who takes care of your HR and does the hiring too, so that you don't have to do that part either. But it's going to take time to get there. You have to have at least first hired the HR person. Like there's always going to be the things that you need to do as a business owner, getting it off the ground that you have to do before you can get to that point. I mean, even if you have, like, if you want to have someone who does the, say the grunt work that comes along with your job that you don't want to do, like, maybe you're like, I love, you know, I could say, I love every part of the actual client work I do. Like, I love doing the PR for my clients, but like, I don't love putting together the report at the end of the month to keep them up to date on like what we've done. And, you know, I can hire someone to do that, but 
there's always going to be something you don't love doing, but even hiring the person to do that and having to teach them how to do it. And of course, for the first several years, I had to do it all myself because I didn't have someone else. Like, I just think there's always something that you have to be doing, even if you don't love it. And so like, and even if you think somebody seems like they love every aspect of their job, like they probably don't love putting together the reports. (laughs) Like there just is something. Um, And yes, you can hire people for those, but you have to get over that first. You have to get there first. So when you see people who seem like total visionaries, like they're only doing the things they love, they're only being the ideas people, they're directing the company, but maybe not doing any of that, like day-to-day, you know, sticky stuff that they don't want to be dealing with. They're just living their best life every day. You know, they already got to that point after doing the tough stuff. And I think sometimes people, you know, forget that part. They already put in that time and effort. And honestly, I really can't think of a single business owner who got there without any of that stuff. And you can't just, you can't expect to just skip to the good stuff. So that's why I think it's really important to make sure you get through that and to make sure that you get to that point and you get there by being consistent. So yes, the way they got there, those people, like, you know, if you, if you pictured someone, when I said that, like someone who's just like a visionary and seems like they're just always having the best day, loving every single piece of what they're doing (laughs) for their business. And they're running a great successful business. The way they got there was through being consistent in the rest of their business. So anyway, that, yeah, that brings us to the consistency part. I think that Finding something you can do well and be the best at and continue to do consistently while consistently enjoying it too and consistently learning more and getting better and better at it, that's the important part. I'm not saying to do something you hate just because you're good at it or anything like that. Like I don't want, as I said, I don't want you to hate the day-to-day just because it's something you can be consistent at. But often that's not the case. I mean, I don't think that usually like happens where something you can be really consistent about isn't also something that you at least kind of like, but I think that being consistent in as many aspects as possible leads to success. So that means being consistent in the day-to-day of what you're doing, being consistent in your marketing, in the quality of of your work for your clients or the quality of your product, but also in a larger sense, sticking to what you set out to do even if it starts to feel tough, even if it starts to feel boring at times, that's what's going to ultimately lead to the success that you want. Business isn't built in a day and having tons of passion and tons of drive and tons of excitement for what you're doing at the beginning is great, but nobody's going to keep buying your product if it's not consistently great. Or if you're not being consistent with your marketing and they forget you exist or you know new people don't see you. And your clients aren't going to keep you on if you're not consistently doing the work and consistently getting them the results you promised and provided at the beginning. You know, you can go in being amazing at the beginning, but if you don't keep that up three months in, six months in, two years in, you have to, you have to stay consistent with those results or they're going to find someone else. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's easy to go in guns blazing at the beginning, right? But the people who end up being successful are the ones who can consistently provide results over time, the long-term, the long run is what matters when it comes to building, like actually building a business that's going to grow and stick around. And that's why there are so many stats on how many businesses fail. You know, I put fail in quotes because whatever happens, you know, whatever happens, happens, but how many businesses they say like fail within the first few years. Like I didn't look up any of those stuff right now, but I know there are you always see those stats, like this percentage of businesses fail within like the first three years or the first five years. 
I mean, this is my, that's what I think this is my opinion. I'm just saying that I don't, I don't know exactly what's go, what goes into those stats. They could say it's from any number of things, but from my experience, what I've seen, I definitely think that's a huge part of it. I think that it's just that people couldn't, people can't stay consistent over time. Again, you start out kind of gung ho and then three years in, it's like, oh wait, it's not actually, you know, getting the results. I thought they're not at the quality, the quality is not there over the long run and you can get new clients, you know, every couple of months, but eventually if people notice that no clients stick with you for more than like three or six months, or nobody buys your product a second time after they've bought it the first time, like those are the things that people notice. And that's what, that's when a business can last for like three years. And then, and then it's like done because (laughs) if you, again, like if you bring on new clients and they don't know, and you start off really strong, that's great. But after like a couple of years of that, if, Again, if you're not able to keep a client for like a a year or for three years or for five years, then eventually you're going to run out of finding new ones because they're going to, they're going to see that nobody lasts that long. And there's a reason for that. So I think that that's a huge part of it, a huge part of why businesses don't sometimes last more than the first couple of years. I mean, think about it. Think about your experience, the people you work with, the people you've seen in business alongside you ones who seem successful to you because you've seen, you know, maybe you've seen them throughout your whole business journey, whether you've been doing it for three years or five years or 10 years, it's the ones who've been consistent in their business for years. Those are the ones you're thinking of right now. The ones that you've seen consistently out there this whole time. And they're the ones that you see showing up every day, not necessarily the fanciest ones or the ones doing the most groundbreaking thing, maybe. It's the ones who are there every day doing the work and consistently working on learning and growing and have been like just really doing stuff this whole time. (laughs) I can think of multiple examples off the top of my head of people who I've seen in like various business groups or online instances or things I've taken part in throughout the years who have launched their business totally flashy and guns blazing I don't know why I keep using that term. I don't think I've ever said that before. And I'm pretty sure I just said it twice in this 10 minutes. <laughs> anyway, like, like they go into it, like they're the biggest expert and they're so obsessed with their business and their brand. And like, they love everything about it and super passionate. Right. And then a few months later, they've already shifted and pivoted and changed their business model or changed their target market. And now after even more time, they're either entirely gone or if they're still around, I kind of have no idea who they're working with anymore or really what their business is about anymore. And it definitely doesn't appear to me to be successful. These like, again, I'm thinking just a couple that come to mind when I think of these things, I kind of assume most of them don't even exist anymore. That's not to bash other people's businesses. And I don't even, I mean, I totally think like, you know what, go for it. Like, if you want to start a business, you guys know me. I totally support that. I think everybody should give it a try if they want to. I think you should try to go after your dreams, whatever that is. And like, I don't mean to be negative about this at all. I'm not even, I'm not trying to put down these people who I'm even thinking of right now or anything like that. And I'm not to say even that you should never pivot your business if it's no longer what you want it to be. I think that that can, that can work, that can be fine. But yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely not saying to never do that. But what I'm saying is that I would be very careful about pivoting too much 
or essentially what comes down to appearing that you change your mind too much when it comes to your business. It makes it hard for people to feel confident working with you, I think. And it also just means it's going to take you that much longer to build your business back up. Just like what I was saying at the very beginning, it's going to be that much harder to make a name for yourself. And the more that you change things, you know, the more that you're going to be stuck in kind of that building stage of your business. And that's the hard part. So thinking about if there's a way to stick with what you have and to create ways to be consistent in your current business, if you've already started, you know, something, but you're starting to question it or whatever, I think that will help you be more successful in general. And then again, maybe later on, you know, once you have kind of caught your footing a little bit more, you've become more successful already, your business is a little more well-known, then maybe you can add on more aspects to your business or, you know, launch a new offering that is more whatever you think maybe you're more passionate about now that you've actually gotten into it or, or explore other passions on the side or as a hobby, even not everything you're passionate about has to be a business. That's a whole nother episode, right? But there are a lot of ways to incorporate passion into our lives without it being the main focus of our business in the long term. And I think that's an important thing to keep in mind too. Not to say you can't ever have passion in your life, but that it might not necessarily have to be the driving force behind your business if there are other ways to make your business be successful. So yeah, I ultimately think that while passion gets people on board initially, people might get really excited about your business, want to help you out, want to be part of it, whether it's customers, clients, investors, anything like that, or, or you know, um, employees even but consistency is what makes them believe in you because there's a lot of passionate people who don't actually know how to make things happen. Don't actually know how to get things done. So yes, maybe having both is perhaps even more ideal. So like, I'm not like at all bashing having like being passionate in your business. I don't think that's bad. Having both would be wonderful, but I just don't think that even when the passion fades, Or even if you know you're really amazing at doing something that could make a great business and that people need, but you don't feel super passionate about it, it still might be worth pursuing a business in it. If you think you could enjoy yourself day to day and you could make a difference or help people who need it or whatever that might be, it could be worth pursuing. It could be worth looking into because when it comes down to it, the most passionate person, like as I said, might not be able to make things happen because Passion doesn't get you through those tough times. Consistency does. So that's what's going to take you further. The consistency is what's going to make you actually reach success. And I think there's a lot to be said for that. So as I said, I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are. Tell me if you agree. Tell me if you totally disagree and think that I have a really skewed way of looking at business. But um, yeah, I think passion comes and goes and you have to really stick with your business for the long term and not necessarily have it be based on something as fickle as passion. So definitely let me know what you think. Um, There are ways to get in touch on the show notes. I feel like I haven't mentioned this at the end of an episode in a while. So you can always follow along on Instagram. We're at Quotable Media Co. And we always post about the episodes and you can leave thoughts in the comments there. So go look that up for this episode. See what other people said and let us know your thoughts. And yeah, I'd love to hear any personal experiences that you've had 
when it comes to being super passionate in business, if you've been in it for the long, a long time already, or if you felt your passion fade and decided to pivot, or if you felt your passion fade and still decided to stick with it, anything like that. So yeah, let me know what you think. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast, so you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes so other people will be able to find us easily. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you heard on this show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and contact links are always in the show notes. If you have questions or ideas for a future episode or you want to submit a guest or to see those show notes, you can do all of that online at quotablemediaco.com slash podcast. One other thing, join other listeners on Facebook and Instagram by searching female millennial entrepreneurs and joining us there. Talk to you soon and see you there.